Hey, this is Ashraf. Welcome back for some hacks. Today, I'll be talking about how to use LinkedIn for business. And to drop this value bomb, I brought up Brian Basilico on the mic. He is known as the backend guy who is the author of the best-selling book, It's Not About You, It's About Bacon. Relationship Marketing in a Social Media World A proven face-to-face and social networking techniques that will help you get noticed, become memorable and on top of mind, grow your brand and business. Also, when it comes to LinkedIn strategies and training, Brian is the man who can help you just that. Welcome to One Day One Hack, the podcast that's guaranteed to help you be the best version of yourself. Each week, we'll share a new trend of business strategies and life hacks that'll enable you to maximize your full potential. Now, now let's welcome our host, Ashraf. Brian, say what's up to our listeners and share something interesting about you that most people don't know. Sure. Hey, Ashraf, thank you so much for having me. And, uh, well, let's see. Um, over in Malaysia, have you ever heard of the Pillsbury Doughboy? What is that? The Pillsbury Doughboy. It's a little animated character about selling. You guys may not have that over there. Okay, so that's not going to be interesting to you. Um, How about I started my business 40 years ago? That's Uh how long I've been doing content marketing. And back in 1979, when I started my first business, uh, I was doing content marketing. And a lot of people say, how did you do that back then? And because there was no Internet. There was no internet, there was no email, there was none of the things that we have today. Mm-hmm. And what I tell people is I owned a recording studio, and what I did is I would actually use a Atari 400 computer, very, very old computer, and a dot matrix printer, which you know printed out in dots, and I would wow. literally write articles and print them out on a piece of paper, and I would cut them, and then I would paste them to an 11 by 17 sheet of paper, Wow. Fold it in half, send it out to my clients to, from a printer. The printer would print it and then mail it for me. And that uh-huh. was content marketing in 1979. So that was, there was no internet, but the same concept of what I did then applies to what we do today. You know, now yeah. we have all these great tools. And, uh, one of the guys I interviewed on my podcast, the bacon podcast, um, mm-hmm. his name is Miha. He's from Serbia. He came up with a term I fell in love, in love with. It's called infobesity, meaning that there's so much info out there about how to be successful online. In other words, mm-hmm. you, you know, use click funnels, use Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, you know, Facebook ads, Pinterest, you know, all these yeah. different things. When really what it boils down to, it's more, it's really super, super simple. It's really simple. And that is business is basically this. You take $1 and you Mm -hmm. figure out how to turn that $1 into $2. And now you have a business, right? That's all it is. So the question is, is how do you find people that have a need and have a dollar that would spend $2 for the problem that you solve? And then that's what content marketing is about is getting that message out there and then getting in front of them and, and getting them to make the decision to purchase whatever it is that you're selling. Could be cat food. It could be anything. You know, that's the key. So you have to figure out exactly what it is that you're trying to sell. Yeah, you have to make an impact while you are making money. Yep. All right. So as, as I mentioned earlier in the intro, 
I will talk about how to use LinkedIn mm -hmm. in business. But before we deep dive in, I want to start off with the definition of the backend system. Yep. What does it mean? Okay, so the Bacon System, which is my third book, is this one. Here's the issue. The Bacon System basically is about, um, it's a system that's created to help businesses figure out exactly what it is they need to do in order to grow their business. Now, there are three components to the Bacon System. The three components are, number one, you have to have a website. I'm a firm believer in owning everything in your business. So if you rely 100% on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or something like that, here's the bottom line with that stuff. You don't own it, you know? Wow. So you here, and I've seen this happen to a lot of businesses before, is that you could set up an entire business on Facebook and have thousands, even millions of people following you. And what happens is Facebook all of a sudden decides that, they're going to shut you down because you basically violated something. You did something wrong or somebody complained about you. What happens to the audience? It goes away, right? Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it because you don't own it. As yeah. a matter of fact, on Facebook, I have this meme that I use. Mm -hmm. And the meme is two pigs, and they're sitting in a barn. And the one pig says, hey, isn't this great? We get to stay here for free. And the other one says, yeah, even the food is free. And at the bottom, it says, Facebook, if you're not paying for it, you are the product being sold. Yep. So you can't build a business on social media. You can use social media to build a business, but you cannot build it on there. So the first thing you have to do is create your own website, get your own domain name, have a place where you control the conversation, you pay for it, and you own it. You know, and yep. so that means also getting, you know, building an email list, building, building a way to communicate with people outside of a platform that you don't control. So that's number one. Number two is understanding Google Analytics. You have to understand where your traffic is getting to your website. What does it mean? Any kind of analytics. You need to be able to read that. You cannot run a business without understanding how to read a spreadsheet, right? And like, yeah, as yeah. I said, business is simple, $1 into $2, all right? Yeah. If you're spending a dollar and you make 50 cents, that <laughs> won't last very long, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you need to know where you're spending your money. Well, the same thing comes with your website. Where's your traffic coming from? How long are they spending on your website? I see a lot of people who read Google Analytics, and the only thing they look at is how many visits did I have? But that's yep. not the most important thing. The most important thing is how much time do people spend on your site? You know, I would rather have 10 people spend 10 minutes than 10,000 people spend 10 seconds because yeah, wow. I know if they're spending 10 minutes, they're going to buy something, right? Yeah. Then the third thing is, which I talked about earlier, which is creating content. You have to create content that makes people want to visit your website. So this is content, right? This is video is content. Podcasts are content, blogs are content, graphics are content, infographics. You have to create something that's going to get people interested enough to want to click on it to go back to your website so you can measure it. So if you take those three things, the website, the analytics, and the content marketing, all three of those work as a system. That's the Bacon system. Oh, but why Bacon? Uh, okay, well, Bacon actually, so Bacon is an acronym. It stands for, it's not really bacon, even though my, oh. my buddy who designed it, designed this, uh, made it out of bacon. It stands for Building Authentic Connections Online Networking. Wow. That's what bacon stands for. Wow. You, you really <laughs> thought of that 
that's a long acronym. <laughs> it is, yes, but that's that's what Bacon stands for. It's building authentic connections, online networking, mm-hmm. and that's what I do. Is using online networking like LinkedIn, like Facebook, like Twitter, like Instagram, to basically build relationships so that people are aware of you. Number one, and the number two, they see your content, they want to learn from you, and they click on it. They end up back at your website. They end up on your email list. They listen yeah. to your podcast. And eventually, they either buy from you or recommend you. Mm-hmm. So we are doing a website because we want to own it. We right. want to have it for ourselves. Right. We yeah. We don't want to borrow any social media platform. That's what you mean. Right. Exactly. And even you know, I I don't mean this to be you know negative against things like ClickFunnels, but ClickFunnels mm-hmm. is fabulous, right? But here's yep. the problem: the minute you stop paying that monthly fee, everything you built goes away. Yeah. Now you can still download it, right? And you can yep. still have the core of it, but then you've got to recreate it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So you know, and it's not inexpensive. Um, you know, it's it's somewhere between a hundred dollars to two hundred and fifty U.S. dollars per month yeah. to have yeah. a ClickFunnels, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know, the bottom line is, and get back to the basic thing. All right, you're spending $250. Can you make $500 off of that? If you cannot make $500 off a $250 month expense, you're not in business, right? <laughs> and uh, how about $1 in and $1 out? Is well, that- what, it's just then you're basically money laundering. You're not making, you, there's nothing left over for you, right? You're taking a dollar that you make and you give that dollar to ClickFunnels, there's nothing left, mm, right? Yep. Yeah, that's why I say one to two. <laughs> You've got to, you have to make $2. You have to make that's something for you when it's all said and done because you, you cannot run a business without spending money. Yeah, I mean, as long as, as long as you have more than what you put, it's still a business. Right. There yeah. is a, there's a person I interviewed on my podcast. Um, she is 23 years old. She's in California and she runs a Facebook ad agency business. Her clients spend an average of $500,000 a year on Facebook ads, mm. half a million dollars. Why did they spend a half million dollars? Because, because they, they, get... they know they're going to make $1.5 million. So they know if wow. they spend $1, they're going to make three, right? <laughs> so, you know, they're basically taking their money and they're doubling, you know, they're doubling what they had before. So, you know, yeah. now they went from a half million dollars to now they have a million dollars in their pocket. And if they do that, they keep scaling and making more money. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, Brian, let's get real specific into our topic today. Sure. But, you know, Brian, uh, some of my friends who is working in an office, they're all using LinkedIn instead right. of Facebook to connect with other office mates. Right. And most of them just expand their connection rather than just focus on one connection because most of them say, oh, the more connection I have, the larger sales I will get. And I thought, is that true? Is that how do we, we use LinkedIn? No. What do you think? Yeah, no, it's not. Not having, I've heard this, there's a lot of salespeople out there that Mm -hmm. sell, that say you can have up to 30,000 connections. And all you need to do is make 30,000 connections and message all of these people. And eventually one of those people will buy from you. You know, so the more you message people, the more connections you make, the more you message them, the more opportunity you have from people to buy from you. But here's the deal. And so imagine going into, you know, you're, you're at night, you walk into a bar, you tap a beautiful woman or, or a handsome man on the shoulder and you say, would you marry me? 
<laughs> you know, and oh, here's oh, the deal. Not. Sometimes you might get slapped, but more often than not, you know, they're going to just ignore you. And the third option is they might marry you. They might say yes, but I can guarantee you it's going to turn out bad. Right. Yeah. So that's what getting 30,000 connections on LinkedIn is like. If you tap enough people on the shoulder, somebody will eventually buy from you. My concept is here's the deal. You should be focusing on the top 10 people that you can do business with and try people. to build a relationship with those 10 people. Again, go back to the thing I said before. I would rather have 10 people spend 10 minutes on my website than 10,000 people spend 10 seconds. Right. So yeah. if you're actually building a relationship with somebody who who gets to know you, gets to like you, gets to trust you, the chances of them doing business with you or the chances of them referring you goes up significantly. Because mm -hmm. if you're on LinkedIn, you get this. You get somebody who basically comes and taps you on the shoulder. And it's yeah. called the connect and pitch, right? It's like you connect with somebody and all of a sudden pop, all of a sudden this boxing on the say, Hey, you don't know me, but if you watch my 30-minute video, you're going to understand how great my product is, and you're, then you're going to want to set up a phone call with me and spend an hour so I can tell you how great it is so you can buy what I'm selling you, right? Oh, and you've God. got nothing better to do than do that all day long for everybody that shows up on LinkedIn who connects with you, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so if it doesn't work for you, why would you do that for other clients? Why would you try to do that to other people? Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's a saying that if you try to sell to everybody, you end up selling to nobody. Right. <laughs> right. There's a saying so, we have in the United States, and it's called hunt two rabbits, you don't eat dinner. Hunt one rabbit, you eat. You know, and that's okay. basically what it boils down to. It's the same thing. If you're chasing two rabbits, you can't figure out which way to go, right? If you yeah. concentrate on one rabbit, you'll be able to focus on that rabbit and eventually have dinner. <laughs> it's about rabbit now, huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think uh, the other common mistakes that people do? Besides of people doing connection with other people, right. what are the common mistakes? Well, the common mistakes are, number one, not setting up your profile the right way. A lot of people think that LinkedIn – well, here, let's, let's go back to some LinkedIn basics. Okay, number one, LinkedIn, the whole platform was bought by Microsoft in 2016. LinkedIn makes 70% of its income off of jobs. So the vast majority of people using LinkedIn are either job searching or people that are recruiting for jobs. That's mm -hmm. kind of the platform. That's number one. So you have to understand that. Only 25% of them are buying premium services like Sales Navigator, and only 5% are, are basically of, of the income that they make is on ads. So unlike Facebook, which is almost 100% ads, most of how LinkedIn makes its money is on jobs. The vast majority of people go on there and create a profile and says, CEO or you know, human resources or click funnels expert, right? And here's the bottom line. The title of my book, if you read the whole book and you can see it here, it says it's not about you, okay? Mm -hmm. It's not about you. It's about them. So what I always tell people in the LinkedIn, in your LinkedIn title, okay, you have, you have the ability to put a banner image across the top. It should be uh, reflective of what you do. So if you go look up Brian Basilico on LinkedIn, you'll see mine says relationship marketing LinkedIn expert. And it has graphics that show that, you know, so that's that's the key. The next thing is I have a good profile picture. Then the next thing is the headline. That's all the stuff at the top of the page. Then everything else is below the fold. 
So that's where you got to focus your attention. That headline is 120 characters. That's all you get is 120 characters. 120 characters. Yeah, and I don't know about in Malaysian how much that's going to eat up, but I know in English it ain't a lot. <laughs> so, so the bottom line is, is that in that 100, 120 characters, you have to say three things, okay? Mm. The first thing is who you serve. Mm. Who do you work for? It's not about you. It's about them. The second thing is what problem do you solve for that audience? And then the third thing is how do you solve it? And you have to say that in 120 characters. And here's mine. It says, and I'd have to go, let me go look at it real quick so I can actually read it for you. So bear with me one sec. Um, So mine says, it says, helping B2B business build better sales relationships with powerful LinkedIn content marketing tips. So that's that's mine. Those are the three things, okay? So helping B2B businesses, who I work with, generate more sales, okay, with powerful relationship marketing tips. So those mm-hmm. are the three those are the three components that I was able to do. And I even had room left over for emojis. So I have a phone in there for the sales part and bacon for the other part. Um so that's the biggest thing that people got to focus on is when people look at your profile, are you talking to them in the language that makes them say, ooh, I want to see more about Osrep. You know, I want to look at his profile. Now I'll go down and I'll actually read the summary. You know, and there's a lot more to do. That's just the beginning. Then you got to figure out how are you going to make the summary work? What kind of graphics and what kind of uh, content can you add to media? Is your is your company connected to your profile and your experience? Are you putting in volunteer stuff? Are you getting recommendations? I mean, there's a lot more. People want to read down. There's a lot of information you could put on there. The second yeah. most important thing is, is that LinkedIn, here's another tip, is LinkedIn 0.5%, one half of 1% of people on LinkedIn, 600 million of them, only 3 million people post original content. So that means original, meaning you write the content. What Uh a lot of people are doing is they're going in and they're basically grabbing articles from magazines or from other, you know, other websites. And they're posting that in there and saying, hey, read this. Now, here comes the problem. When you read an article, let's say it's from Inc. Magazine. Okay, or I don't know, again, what magazines you have Malaysia on business, but yeah. Inc. is something yeah. that we have in, in the U.S. So oh, yeah. I put up an article from Inc. Magazine. What happens? Somebody clicks on that, and then they go down the rabbit hole of Inc. Magazine. It's like, ooh, look, there's one on marketing. Ooh, there's one on sales. There's one on HR. And they start going down that rabbit hole, right? And what did I do? Uh-huh. I basically just directed them away from me, right? Uh-huh. So now if I put an article that's a blog post, that I say, you know, how not to use packing peanut words or how to, you know, why reinvention is not as good as pivoting. And you say, what does that mean? And you click on it. You end up back at my website. Now, I have the opportunity to get you on my emailing list or get you to listen to my podcast or do something that's associated with me as opposed to driving people somewhere else. So creating original content that's interesting to your audience and not all about you is going to get more people to pay attention to you and I follow you and hopefully buy from you. Mm. So we also have to be a content creator in our profile. Mm. We are all, every single one of us are our own brand. You are a brand. I am a brand. My brand happens to be bacon. People Uh always see bacon and they think of me, you know, that's my brand. That's something that I've built. 
but yeah. you know, you ha- you are your own brand and you have to get your message out there. There's, you know, the wheel was created way before we can even imagine, but people have been perfecting the wheel. They put rubber on it. You know, they've, um, they've made it out of wood. They made it out of stone. You know, everything is always recreated in a way. The question is, is, can you get a wheel that matches the expectations of your audience and sell it at a price that they're willing to pay? So that, and then the question is, what problem does the wheel solve? You know, is yeah. it that they have a flat tire? Is it that they're basically pulling something on square pegs? You know, it's like, what problem do you solve? And then how do you tell them that your wheel is better than the other guy's wheel? Because yeah. I'm here to tell you, you are not the only click funnels expert in the world. Yep, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I love your point about uh, using 120 characters to yep. do summary our things to do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, new to me. <laughs> well, that's why I'm here. I'm here, hopefully, to teach people some new stuff. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And all right, now they know what are the mistakes, right? And mm-hmm. they, I hope they avoid that kind of mistake. And some of the mistakes are rookie mistakes, like profile photo. You know, right. uh, some some people use a pose that doesn't show the face, right? Or maybe, oh yeah, the the selfies. Yep. Is it selfies is good for a profile photo? No, you want to have a professional shot. Here's the bottom line: put on, you know, put on something that looks businessy. Okay, ah. stand in front of a brick wall or something that looks, you know, businessy, and get your friend to take your phone and take a shot of it. That's better <laughs> than just a, a duck face, you know, selfie. <laughs> That's not. Gonna, would you want to buy do business with this? <laughs> no, you don't want to do business with that guy. You want to do business with this guy who's sitting in a chair with a logo on his shirt. You know, all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, and the. Is it is the background should be like this, the blank? Well, I it depends. You know, I like I like interesting backgrounds. You know, so something like trees or something. You know, something that's like if I could get a background where I'm standing behind a bacon factory, that'd probably be great for me. You know, yeah, it, it should be something that again represents who you are, what you do. You know. If you're, you know, if you're in the click funnels business, if it, you know, sitting behind a pile of money would be awesome for you, dude. Um, you know, go find, go to a bank, tell them to pile up money as high as you are, and then stand in front of it and get us, you know, get a selfie, get somebody to take a picture of you in front of a pile of money, and then that would be a really good headshot. Yeah, or standing in front of Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, no, don't do Lamborghini. Lamborghinis and mansions oh. are bad. Yeah, they have bad connotations in internet marketing. That usually. Oh. Do you, have you ever heard the term poser? Uh, no, not yet. Okay, so poser poser is somebody who acts like they've been there but they're not there yet. That's oh. what people put themselves in front of Lamborghinis. Here's the here's the truth about the Lamb the guys who stand in front of the Lamborghinis and the mansions. It's uh-huh. not theirs; it's their friends. Yeah, <laughs> they just are. Po- <laughs> right. They pose in front of it because they want to look like they have a lot of money, but they don't. Yeah, because I could tell you, I know people with millions of dollars and they never pose in front of their Lamborghinis. <laughs> They they just uh, they usually are very shy about telling people how much money they make. Is the people yeah. that pose in front of those rich things that usually aren't making the money? They want to have an image like they are. Yes, it's all about you know because people judge this day, right? Right. And now I want to talk about the content they should put on their profile. I mean, mm-hmm. since LinkedIn is most likely used by corporate people, right? Such as employees, employers. So what kind of content you should put? Is it 
all about marketing and business? Or is it the same as Facebook? Like how we share videos, and memes, stories? Well, you can, here's the thing. It's more professional. So the thing you don't do is you don't put up cat videos. You don't put up political <laughs> information. You don't put up, you know, you don't put up like uh, pictures of what you had for lunch or, you know. But what you can put up is, uh, like, for example, I'll put up a picture of a meeting that I go to. I'll put uh. up a picture of a speech that I go to. Um, I write articles that are blog posts. I will also yeah. go into LinkedIn and ask a question. I asked a question yesterday in LinkedIn, and I, I made a simple graphic. And the graphic mm. had a light bulb and said, I want to ask you a question. The question was, how many new customers would it take to significantly change your business? And wow. by asking that question, people are answering it. And I said, bonus points for why? And so somebody said to me, uh, I need four new customers a day. And if I got that, I wouldn't have to drive. And I said, okay, well, why wouldn't you have to drive? Explain that. What does it do to you? You know, and so engaging with people, having, you know, here's the bottom line with LinkedIn. Don't do anything in LinkedIn you wouldn't do in person. If you meet somebody in a networking event at a coffee shop in, in you know, a bar or something like that, think of LinkedIn as just an extension of what you do in face-to-face -face networking. So what you put up there should be interesting. Would you walk into a networking event and start handing out, hey, here's my business card and, you know, um, and all I, I do this. I do ClickFunnels. You need ClickFunnels? You ever hear ClickFunnels? Let me tell you how ClickFunnels works. So what you do is you create this thing and what a funnel is is you do this and then the money comes out the bottom. So do you need money? Because, you know, if you walk in doing that, somebody's just going to turn around and go, dude, that, that's back off, right? <laughs> right. But that's, you know, so don't do that. You know, don't be that person and don't do that mm. on LinkedIn. On LinkedIn, what mm. you should do is you should walk up and say, hey, Asraf, nice to meet you, man. Tell me about you. What do you do? You know, uh. and, and, and here's the key question. How can I help you? And you reached out, you know, I reached out to you and said, dude, I can help you. I can give you a good interview. And you connected with me. And I'm here to serve you. I, I want nothing out of this interview other than to serve your audience and to teach your people. So I'm here to help you. Um, and that's the whole goal of this interview. So that's the way I treat my networking is what can I do for that other person? And eventually you may share this with somebody who may see it and want to connect with me eventually. You know, they may follow my podcast. They may read my blog. They may connect with me on LinkedIn. They may connect with me on Facebook. It doesn't matter. But that's not the goal. The goal is to help you right now. That's all I'm trying to do. Mm. So that's what you should do on LinkedIn. So we have to post what we do. On, on a job? Yeah, post, well, post how you help people. What, how, what problems do you solve? You know, like I said, I noticed that, you know, I, I was asking people, I want to know what, you know, have people thought about how many new clients that they actually need? I could tell you, I can work with eight clients per month, all right? Oh. So I know that with eight clients per month that I have four. I could do max out to another eight. If I could get two more people, that would significantly double my business. I mean, that oh. would help a lot. So I know I've, I've answered that question for myself. I'm asking other people, have they thought about it? So I'm so, posing that question in a way that hopefully will help other people understand the answer. So we can use it to hiring people. Yes. Ah, yeah. And we also have to give values in a profile. Exactly. Yes. Uh -huh. It's about giving and value. It's serving other people.
is it is it based on audience or we just you know just give values well the more you know the more you know your target audience the more you want to talk to them i mean as you said before if you sell to everybody you know you're going to sell to nobody so yeah. if you know who your target my target audience is b2b companies business to business companies that make 10 million dollars to 100 million dollars over 100 million dollars are too big below 10 million dollars are too small and usually it's the CEOs or the higher level sales managers. So why I know that on LinkedIn is I'm focusing on talking to CEOs and higher level sales managers of $10 million, $100 million companies. I know exactly who I'm talking to. I speak to those people all the time. I communicate with them. I connect with them. And I try to offer them value. Hence why I do free LinkedIn tips every single week on a, a webinar. Um, because yeah. it helps them to understand, hey, you know, this is LinkedIn. I mean, most people, I was on a call yesterday with a, um, a uh, basically it's a nonprofit organization. And I was on with their marketing committee teaching them how to use LinkedIn. And, and what I said to them is, here's what you do. Everybody in this marketing committee needs to add the organization, the business into their organization section of their LinkedIn profile. And then you need to go to the business page and share some of that content to promote the organization on your own profile. And that way you can promote the business. So, you know, I'm showing them how to use LinkedIn as a tool to promote the nonprofit. You could do the same thing. Some of the companies I work with, you know, the goal is to put content on the business page and then get all the salespeople and employees to share that content so all of their customers see what's happening with the company, what the company sells, what the company's doing, events that they have, those kind of things. So it's a way of, you know, spreading the information across all the people that are associated with that business. Oh, so the content is just to pitch people into your product? Well, just to let them know what you do, you know, but also uh, how do you solve their problem? Mm. More importantly is how do you solve their problem? Yeah, yeah. How do I solve their problem? Right, exactly. And right, Brian, now they know more about us, right? Because we have created content and right. they've seen what we do by looking into our content. Right. And because, and but some people are just being a, a quote-unquote passerby, right? They look, right. Into our, in, they look into their feed, they see our content and they just... And then they just scroll down. They didn't. Right. They didn't even bother to read it or check it. Right. Because uh, they didn't feel the relationship with us. Right. Because they see us as a numbers of followers. Right. So. So that's why how, having the relationship is the most important portion of this. So if you find somebody that is, you know, in the niche that you're working in, if I can find a CEO who wants to have a conversation. Then we have a conversation. Then we message each other. Then I send them a link to my free stuff. You know, they can come to my LinkedIn webinar. They can come to a LinkedIn boot camp that I'm doing. They can listen to my podcast. And as they do that, a lot of times I have people who listen to interviews that I do and will message me and say, I just listened to your interview on this podcast. Or, you know, you and Ostraf, man, made so much sense on what you did. <laughs> Um, great job. And they're reaching out to me and then I can start a conversation with them because what I said resonated with them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it, that's the people when I say, again, 10 people who spend 10 minutes versus 10,000 to spend 10 seconds. Those people are going to basically let you know that they're interested in talking to you. 
And those are the people that you need to focus on. Wow, I like that quote. 10,000 people who spend it's 10 on... People, 10, people in t 10 people who will spend 10 minutes versus 10,000 people that will spend 10 seconds. Wow, that's a good quote, actually. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and we also... we So we don't build relationship for nothing, right? Exactly. We're we building relationship because we are selling them... Is it well, we're either we're either selling them or we're helping them. And eventually, you know, so, OK, uh -huh. it's human nature. Let me <clears throat> here's another uh -huh. tip. And this is human nature. Yeah. If do you know how to get a you know what a recommendation is in LinkedIn? It's not it's not a skill endorsement. It's a full like testimonial recommendation. Uh -huh. OK, you know, most people do on recommendations. Hey, Asraf, you just interviewed me. Would you do me a favor and go on LinkedIn and, and give me a recommendation? And you're going to say, oh, yeah, no problem. And all of a sudden your phone rings, your email comes up, you got a message on Instagram, you got a message on Facebook. And, you know, one day, two days, five days go by and you haven't done anything. And I'm sitting here going, man, Asraf never, he never recommended me. Hey, Asraf, would you go recommend me? Oh, yeah, 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 I'll get to that, man. And then eventually I have to badger you. And what do you do? You say, Brian's a great guy, right? That's all you say. Brian's a great guy. He's cool. All right. Yeah. Now, if I go in and I recommend you first and I come in and I say, Asraf has great interviewing skills, does a good job of taking care of his people and bringing good guests to teach them what they need to know. I highly recommend him as somebody who's going to give you great information. And I put that as a recommendation on your LinkedIn profile. LinkedIn sends you that and says, hey, you know, you got a recommendation from Brian and you read it and you go, wow, this is really good. I want everybody else to see this so you make it live. As soon as you make it live, LinkedIn comes back and says, hey, return the favor. Why don't you recommend Brian? Now that I've given you that glowing relationship, you're going to actually go right into LinkedIn and try to outdo mine. And you're going to make it even better than I made yours because we're all competitive in a way. So now you're going to say, okay, Brian is a, you know, blah, 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 blah. So by writing you, a recommendation first, I'm going to get an even better recommendation a lot quicker. All right. Ooh. That's exactly the way that we should treat what we do on LinkedIn is go in there with the concept of, you know, when I give a speech, I go and stand in front of an audience of a thousand people. Sometimes yeah. it takes up to two years and I'm serious, two years before somebody will call me up and say, Brian, I am ready to work with you. And you know what? That's cool. I don't care because I know it will happen eventually. Because out of 100 people in that audience, there are two people that are going to make a connection with me. And, the, and that will take time. And the other thing that I can do is people will come to me and say, hey, Brian, I, here's a real-life example. A woman came to me on, on – somebody actually went to high school with. And she said, Brian, would you look at my profile? Because I'm looking for a job. And I said, yeah, no problem. And I looked at her profile and said, okay, Judy, you need to change your headline. You need a better picture. Put in your summary who you serve and what you do. Make it more them-focused. I gave her all the tips I just gave you right now. And I didn't hear from her for three months. Three months, okay? <laughs> then all of a sudden I get a message in LinkedIn from her, and she says, Brian, my new boss wants to learn about LinkedIn and wants to meet you. Can you set up a meeting and come in here and work with my boss? Wow. Right? I expected nothing, but I ended up getting and – and now those people are coming to my boot camps, and those people are hiring me to help them with their LinkedIn and help them create their content and that kind of stuff. So by helping somebody else with nothing, expecting nothing in return, I ended up getting a great client because she ended up getting a job with somebody who wanted to learn about what I do. Yeah, because she is recommending you. Right, exactly. 
there's also, you know, my mentor once said, if you call people, you are the salesperson, but right. they call you, you are an expert. Exactly. <laughs> that's very yeah. well put. I like that. That's very well, yeah. that's very well put. And that's exactly it. That's exactly the mentality you have to have. Mm. So it's all about gaining authority. Yep. About getting people to recognize you, know you, trust you, and then actually reach out to you. Because mm. those people are going to be, like you said, I love that quote that you just gave. You know, oh, if you call people, you're a salesperson. If they call you, you're an expert. That's a great oh. quote, dude. Thank you for <laughs> that. Is, yeah, See, I learned from, from you today. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I still learned it from you. Oh. I don't know your mentor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we are close to an end today. So, Brian, what do you want to share at the end of our chat today? I mean, what is one thing that our listeners would really get from our chat today? And well, share with us how we can find more about you and how to connect with you. Sure. Okay. So the one, the one thing that I want you to understand um, in all businesses, relationships are the currency of business. Businesses do not do business with other businesses. People do business with people. So if you look at people at LinkedIn as a business, oh, that's a McDonald's person or that's a, you know, Boeing person, that's not, you're dealing with Judy, you're dealing with Bill, you're dealing with Cindy, you know, they're people, you treat them like people. So relationships are what you should be building. That's the most important thing. So relationships are the currency of business and businesses do business, do not do business with other businesses. People do business with people. So that's the big takeaway for today. The second piece is if you want to basically follow me, search Brian Basilico. You can see the spelling right there on the screen. Mm -hmm. It's B-R-I-A-N-B-A-S-I-L-I-C-O. And just go to Google and search that. You will find everything. You will find my LinkedIn profile. You'll find my podcast. You'll find my blogs. You'll find mm -hmm. my speaking site. And if you feel you know the urge, connect with me on Facebook. But tell me you heard me on this show so I know who you are and not just somebody trying to sell their stuff. Okay, just say, hey, I heard you on Osra's show, and, um, you know, I loved it, and I want to connect with you. I will connect <laughs> with you then. If you come in and say, hey, buy my crap, I'm not going to connect with you. <laughs> All right. Ryan, thank you for sharing your true and valuable with us. Really appreciate to have you here. And for the listeners, I will catch you another time. All right. Thank you. Would you like to know more about business strategies and life hacks that could make your life more productive? If so, subscribe to our podcast now so you don't miss out later. Remember, always hack your day.